0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Wherever You Go podcast. My mom is Sam Bowell and she is a wife, mom, business owner, and lover of Jesus. Her hope with with this podcast is to encourage her listeners by sharing her own experiences to follow the dreams in her heart and become the person that God created you to be. I hope you enjoyed Episode 7, Goal Setting for High achievers and Believers. And if you liked this episode, please leave a comment or a review on the platform you're listening. Or even better, share it with a friend. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, and welcome back. I'm excited to talk to you today about goals. And this is a topic that I talk about often, it's important to me, I think it's important to to achieving what you want to achieve. Um, It's important to relook at your goals that you've written. I set 10-year goals, 5-year goals, 1-year goals, month goals, week goals, and daily goals. And so I think it's a good time, you know, look at those 5-year goals that you set maybe a few years ago. Make adjustments, change them around, because things change in your life. Your goals don't have to be set in stone. Because as life changes, especially for those long-term goals, those goals are going to shift a little bit too. Maybe something that was super important to you five years ago isn't as important to you as it is now um, and things like that. So take a look, shift things around. And if you've never set goals that far out, I encourage you to do it because it really does like help you to see where you're going and where you want to go. And it helps you kind of back into even as far as your daily goals. Like, what do I need to do today that's going to help me? get to where I want to be in five years or 10 years from now. The first thing you want to think about when you're setting your goals is what's important to you. So I kind of break it down with six different categories. Um, Business and career goals. Your time and money goals. And I bunch those together because time is money, right? So like those goals I I bunch together. You don't have to. Uh, Personal development goals. How, I, how do I want to get better this year? Growth, um, professional development, personal development, all these things. Uh, relationship goals. I always have a little bit of goals in there for spending time with my husband, spending time with my kids, friends, my parents, all those kind of things. Um, health and happiness is the next category that I try to set goals in. They're not the same, which is why I say health and happiness, because sometimes Um, I mean, they do, do go hand in hand. Generally the things that are going to make you happy are also linked to like mental health and things like that. So health and happiness and then spiritual goals. I do set spiritual goals, um, Because I want to get closer to God, and so that's definitely a a very important, if not the one most important thing in my life. Uh, So I set goals in there. So there's the categories that I set goals in, and I encourage you to kind of think about what are the things that are most important to you. So, again, mine are business, career, time and money, personal development, relationships, health and happiness, and spiritual. And I... um use the Bible verse, Philippians 3.14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus Christ. So one of the most important things to me in all of my goals is that they're bringing me closer to God. If something I'm doing, whether it's in my business category, my relationship category, my personal development category, if it's not bringing me closer to God, I don't want it to be my goal because my goal in life is to glorify God in everything I do. And if I'm not moving closer to him, if any goal that I set is starting to pull me away from him, then I don't want that goal in my life. And so I encourage you as you look at your goals, really think about like, how is this drawing me closer to God? You know, growing my business. Sometimes if you just tell somebody, I'm going to grow this business and it's going to be a hundred million dollar business, Um, business in the next 10 years. That's my goal. They might think like, how is that going to draw you closer to God? But guess what? It's going to, it's going to draw me closer to God because um, there's a lot of different reasons why, but the biggest reason for me is I'm going to be able to help more people and I'm going to be able to have more interactions with people on a, a closer level. If I have, uh, 10 employees instead of three employees, that's 10 lives that I get to touch, um, and lead and grow and develop and help. And that is, uh, what I feel God has called me to do. And I do it in a, in a, in a loving and, um, uh, way that I feel that Jesus, um, you know, led as well. At least that's my goal. I don't always succeed at it, but, um, your goals should be leading you closer to God and growing the kingdom here on earth and um, letting you shine his light, man, everywhere you go. So... Think about your categories, what categories of your life do you want to set your goals in and um, pray over that those categories and pray over those goals that they will um, help you to press on toward the goal, which is to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward and Jesus Christ. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is that we are um, heading toward God such a good, awesome thing. Um, so we have a goal. So let's say you set some goals in those categories, write them down. Um, now we need a plan. Uh, we can't, we can't just like write the goal and then like, it's going to magically happen. We have to do the work, right? So we have to have a plan on what work we need to do. Uh, Luke 14, 28 says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? So what he's saying there is like, won't you sit down and like plan this thing out? Make sure you know where you're going, um, you have what you need and and you're ready to, to get to work. So know your numbers. This is very businessy part of this podcast today. And not every goal that you set is going to have a number associated with it. But um, your goal should be something that you can track. So even in your relationship goals, like what's going to help me get closer to my husband? Spending time with him. So maybe I need to set a number around how many hours I need to spend with him each um, week or maybe that can be a little more qualitative and it's that I'm gonna spend um, two times a week drinking my coffee with him or I'm going to I don't know make sure that I tell him how much I love him every day when I get home um, so all goals I think can come back to like some form Of a number, um, but some are a little trickier than others. So I'm just going to use business for this um, part of it because it's easy to set numbers on your business. How much money do you want to make this year? Set that goal. All right, I want to make $150,000 this year. So how many transactions do I need to close to hit? this goal. So in order to know that you need to know on average, how much money do you make on each thing that you sell? Or, um, I guess depending on what you're doing, you know, how much things do I need to do in order to hit this bonus, um, that will help me achieve my money goal this year. Or if I'm in a corporate job and my salary is 80,000, what else can I do to add an additional 70,000 to my, um, income this year? And that might be a crazy number. I don't know. I just Pick that one because it seems like a good high goal number. Um, So, figure out how much money do you want to make this year, and then back yourself into it by how many transactions do I need to close to hit this money goal? And then, um, in order to sell things, how many leads do I need to close to hit this transaction goal? So, we need to know our close ratio. If you you know own a store, how many people come into your store? And buy something. You know, if every four people come in, one of them buys something, then um, you're going to know that you're going to need however many transactions you need to close, you're going to need four times that amount of leads. Um, if you're a, a realtor, how many um, people do you need to talk to in order to list? as many houses as you need to sell in order to make as much money as you want to make. So you see what I'm doing there? Like I'm totally backing back out of that. And then once you know how many leads you need to get, how many referral partners do I need to do to get that many leads? Or how many marketing efforts do I need to do? Or how many, if your marketing strategy is like direct mail or something like that, like how many letters do I need to send out? How many phone calls do I have to make in order to get the amount of leads that I need to get to get people to buy as many leads as you need to sell in order to make as much money as you want to make this year. So this is like I feel like I am doing the old lady that swallowed a fly here. <laughs> We're really like this is how we set goals in my business is we just back into it, and then like how many um, how many visits right? So like it could be. Um, in my business, we do everything by referral. So for us it's like really important that we have referral partners. And so we 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 make visits or phone calls or, or um interactions with our um partners <coughs> to help generate more leads. And so that's why I'm saying like referral partners and visits in your business. It might be different. You might have a different strategy for growth. For us, it's 100% relationship based. All of our business comes from people who have done business with us before and like us enough to send their friends and clients and family to us so that they'll do business with us as well. Um, know what your marketing strategy is, know how you get business, and then, you know, Put the pedal to the metal based on um, how much money you want to make this year. But it's really easy to back that in. And then the other beautiful thing that you need to do is, so like for me, I can say, okay, I want to sell 700 policies this year. That means I need to quote, I don't know, 1,100 quotes this year. In order for me to get 1,100 quotes this year, I need um, to have 30 partners who send me four leads a month and in order to get those 40 partners, I need to do X amount of marketing and X amount of visits, which is generally quite a few. um, In all honesty, we shoot for 60 quality visits per month. Um, I'm sorry, per week. Um, No, per month. I'm so sorry, which is so, and this is my point. Once you have what you need for the year, back it down into the month and then back it down into the week, and then back it down into the day. And all of a sudden, that elephant is a whole lot easier to eat. So um, you want to take your big goal um, of how many like of these activities that I need to do in order to achieve my goal, and then break them down over the year. So, okay, I need what I say. Well, let's just make it like easy. I need 1,200 leads a year in order to hit this goal. Okay. Well, that's a hundred a month. Okay. So let's um, break that down by um, four weeks. I need 25 leads a week and let's break that down by day. I need five leads a day. So that is way easier to accomplish than thinking like I need 1200 leads in the year. So, so use that math and work it backwards. And if you need help, shoot me a message. I love business and I love setting goals and I love helping people achieve their goals. So I will be more than happy to sit down with anybody listening to this or um, if you want to email me or reach out to me via uh, social media, I would be happy to help you um, walk through your business and how um, you can break down your goals so that they're a little bit easier to swallow. you can do this Same thing for like your health goals, your relationship goals, your financial goals. Financial goals are easy too because they're not easy. They're not easy to achieve. They're not easy to stick to the plan. But they are easy to like tangibly break down the numbers on what you have to do in order to like pay off your debt, um, pay off your mortgage, pay off that car, um, you know, save up X amount of dollars so that you can renovate your house or get a new car, whatever it is that you want to do. So then the hard part is, once you've got your goal, you've got your activities, you know what you need to do to achieve that goal, you know your numbers. Now, the hard part is going to be developing uh, good habits. I've been reading Atomic Habits, and it's an amazing book by James Clear. And one of the things that he says is, success is the product of daily habits, not a a once-in-a-lifetime transformation. So I think a lot of times people see people having success and they call it an overnight success. But here's the thing, like, they worked really hard for a long time to have that overnight success. And James Clear uses an example in his book of um, somebody using a jackhammer to, like, or maybe not a jackhammer, but like a hammer to break a big piece of stone. And you hammer and you hammer and you hammer and you hammer and you do not see anything. No change, not even a crack in that in that piece of cement or that rock. And then all of a sudden, after a very long time of hammering, that rock breaks open and splits down the middle. And now you see the transformation, but it takes a lot of hitting the rock before you see that transformation. And it's the same thing with your goals. And this is why people give up on their goals too easily, because you go to the gym, go to the gym, go to the gym, and you don't see any changes. And then you give up. But maybe the next time you would have gone to the gym, you would have started to see that weight come off, or you would have started to see the transformation in your body. And it's the same thing with your business. You go out and you market and you get the leads and you make the calls and you you are doing an amazing job at what you do and you're not seeing things change. And then one day you get a couple leads and then the next day you get a few more leads. And then the next day, like the the dam breaks open and the water starts flowing and you've got all these leads and you don't even know what to do. Um, so keep on going. I think that that is such a such an amazing analogy with that rock and the hammer, um, because you don't see any changes for, for a while. And then all of a sudden that thing breaks open and it's just like your goals. So, um, keep on pressing forward, my friends. Um, and then here's some ways that you can, um, you can, Achieve those goals and set good habits. And Proverbs twenty one five says, "The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who hastily comes only to who is hasty comes only to po- po- oh my goodness poverty." I need to drink some coffee this morning. People, let me do that again. Proverbs twenty one five: The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. So our goals are not going to be get rich quick schemes, right? They're going to be, you got to be diligent. You got to be consistent. You got to keep on going. Those times where um, you win fast, you generally lose fast too. So, um, a couple of things you can do that I've learned that I've done is blocking your time. Put it on your calendar. Whatever are the most important habits that you need to do, block that time out and do it. Even if something else comes along that might seem more important, even if you get really, really busy, um, block your time and put on your calendar what's important to you. Um, if it's working out, block that out and go. I don't care what else you have going on. You know, obviously there's going to be some emergencies, but like be consistent and be loyal to the time that you need to put in to achieve the things that you need to achieve. And that's how you're going to get there. Put it on your calendar. If you have a relationship goal to have a date with your spouse, put that on your calendar, whatever it is. If it's monthly, weekly, biweekly, block that on your calendar and don't let anything else get in there. If I have a time blocked off with my husband, have a date with him and somebody, um, that I've wanted to work with calls me and wants to set up an appointment for the same time. What's my answer? My answer is, I'm so sorry. I already have an appointment scheduled. Can we do it the next day? Because my relationship with my husband is the number one earthly relationship that I have that matters to me. And so if that time is blocked on my calendar, I'm more likely to commit to it and keep that going. Reward yourself for positive action. So if you do something good, reward yourself. Um, maybe it's like, like I do, um, one of my big distractions is social media. I hate it. I hate that it's a distraction for me, but it is. And so, I've taken it off my phone. I don't allow myself to look at it a lot during the day, um, but I have a thing where if I make a couple phone calls, I forget what the number was that I was doing this with. I think it was like if I made ten phone calls, or if I got four quotes done, then I could look at social media for ten minutes. Sounds silly, but um, it helps me. And so um, whatever it is that like is your thing. Um, Reward yourself for positive action. Maybe you go to the gym every day in a week. You can stop and get that iced coffee that you love that is way too many calories that you normally would feel guilty about doing. But in this, like, I worked out five times this week. Now I can treat myself. Habit stack. Um this is where you stack a habit, a good habit onto something that you're already doing. So like if working out is something that you want to do, maybe while you're brushing your teeth, you do 10 squats. Maybe, um, like I did last week while I was waiting on hold with insurance carriers, I was doing planks. Um, just some things that you can do that habit stack onto what you're already doing. And that's where some of these small things come in. For me, it's hard for me to get to the gym all the time. It's something that I struggle with. So I'm not pushing myself this year to spend like, you know, four days a week for an hour a day at the gym. Instead, I'm challenging myself to be exercising throughout the day. So like if I'm putting away the dishes, I'm squatting to get the dish out of the the dishwasher and I'm getting up on my tippy toes, which I have to do anyway, because I'm short to put the dish away. Um, If I'm walking from one room to the other in my house to like do something, I'll lunge my way there. Uh, When I go up my stairs to go up to, we have a two-story house. When I go upstairs, I lift my knees up as high as I can whenever I'm going up the stairs. Just little things like that that seem silly and if anybody saw me doing it would probably be laughing, but um, that adds up throughout the day and I'm getting a little bit more um, exercise than I normally would. Um, remember your why. When you get out of bed in the morning, remember why who is it that you're trying to become. Um and also really like I am a person that works out throughout the day. I am a person that eats healthy. I'm a person that loves God so much that I spend time with him every single day. I so like start to identify as the person you want to become, it, it's kind of funny saying it because there's a lot of like controversy out there about who people identify as, but this is a healthy thing. Um, identify as um, who it is you want to become. And if you want to become somebody who's uber successful in the top 10 in your company, if you want to become um, somebody who reads the Bible every day, Uh, If you want to become somebody who is healthy and feels good and has lots of energy, identify as that, and you're going to start to make decisions um, that are what that person would do. Um, Prioritize. So really prioritize your goals. Once you have your goals all set down, what are the most important ones to you? I always pick out the top three, and the top three for me are always the same. At least they have been for the last three years. It's not going to be this way forever. Um, my top one and two probably will always be the same. Three might change. Um, but my top one is God. My top two is my relationships with my family. And my my number three right now is growing and scaling my business. So for this year, if it's not bringing me closer to God, if it's not... Um, helping me spend time with my family and and being a good mom and a good wife to my husband. And if it's not um, helping me grow my business, I'm probably saying no to it. There's not a whole lot of room for extra things in there. Um, And so that's how I choose what I do with my time. And then the last one is to recognize and remove distractions. So what are the things that you're doing that are causing you to not achieve your goals and get rid of those? This is really important. Um, like I mentioned social media. I could get on social media first thing in the morning and have my head in there for 20 minutes and waste 20 valuable minutes that I could be reading my Bible. So I've removed it by taking it off of my phone. I don't even bring my phone downstairs with me unless I'm recording my podcast. So this morning I brought it down with me, but normally I leave it upstairs because then I could come down, I can do yoga, I can read my Bible and I'm not distracted by social media. and um, so I encourage you recognize and remove distractions that are getting in your way of helping you to reach your goal. And then the last little part of this, um, I have Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper, prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. <laughs> Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Keep God at the center of every goal you set, and He will help you. He will establish your plans if you commit them to Him. And I've seen this happen over and over with my business, with my personal life, and all the things. I commit it to God, and before I know it, the right people are showing up who are going to help me achieve what I need to achieve, or the right opportunity appears out of nowhere for me to speak at an event or to... Um, Promote my business. Like it's crazy what happens when you commit your plans to God. So, a couple tips here ignore ignore fear. Fear is a liar. Fear is the devil trying to get inside of you and get you to not accomplish what God wants you to accomplish. So, pray over your fear and ask God to remove it from you. Don't get frustrated. Like I said, with that rock, if you're pounding, 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 and nothing is happening, keep pounding. Don't get frustrated. Keep on moving forward. And before you know it, you're going to start to see a transformation. Don't look back. Ride the wave. Things can get really busy and hectic and overwhelming, especially whenever things start to come to fruition. Just ride that wave, baby. Don't look back. Follow your plan. You're setting these action plans, these items. Follow your plan. Win the day. Every day, get up. Whatever happened yesterday, whatever went wrong or whatever went well, go to bed at night, rest, get up the next day and win that day. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Win today. Be prayerful about your process. Pray every morning. Give your life to God again every morning. Give your plans to God again every morning. Ask God's help. And don't forget whose you are. You are a child of God, and God has you. And just like this says in Proverbs 16, 3, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. You might not be able to do it, but God can. And God can use you to do and achieve whatever he's called you to achieve. He made you for a purpose. And whatever goals you're setting prayerfully and committing to him, They might seem big to you. They might seem embarrassing to you to say out loud. I know I feel that way a lot, but I know who whose I am. And I know that he can achieve and fill in every gap that I have and help me to get where he wants me to go. And then lastly, just don't forget you are blessed and highly favored. You can achieve what it is that's in your heart because God put that there for you. So I hope this was helpful for you, and I hope that you've set big goals for this year, and I hope that you are um, going forward with um, strength and courage, and that you're not being fearful, um, and you're remembering that God's going to be with you for this entire year, for the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 100 years of your life. He is never going to leave you. And with that, I'm going to leave you with Joshua one nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.